Welcome back once again. True neutral. True neutral. And yeah, we're uh, you might notice an uptick in sound quality. Yeah, yeah. So Keenan and I have spent a little bit of money for once, actually doing something for our for our various projects. Um, and we have acquired ourselves a a couple of nice microphones and a nice little little setup here. So hopefully everything's going to be coming to you a lot better sounding. A lot less um, what was the 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 truck outside traffic Tra- well general traffic and and animals as well as whatever car kept honking out there the semi truck that was yeah beep bopping every time he went by that seems to have stopped there was a neighbor going around for a little bit oh that, that's nice yeah. like he was he, he, who, who seemed was like, doing that i don't know it seemed like every time we started recording, like he would drive by and just honk a few times in the middle of it. Yeah, he just came. He came by every single day, and I have no idea why. Uh, well, the, we found out that the the guy across the street was waving. Oh, uh, so it was probably a guy he knew, and uh, my partner recognized it was the same truck every time. So, okay. Yeah. Well, it, for me, I'm like when I was a kid. I remember, like you know, there's always the signal. Yeah. When I don't think kids really do that anymore. I think that's a thing that's been lost to the sands of time. It's kind of a sad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gone to the ether. I'm sure that was fun for the truck drivers too to have little yeah. kids like drive by. You know. I I know. I, I, my partner's uh. We got more cables around now. <laughs> <laughs> He's my, like a spider in a web over there. <laughs> My partner's dad is a, a, a was a truck driver for a lot of years, and yeah, and, and they they love that, they love that little honk gesture, just a little little light. I remember when I was a kid in elementary school, we had a highway that ran right by the elementary school, but there was like a twenty five mile an hour section, obviously through yeah. that part or yeah. whatever. But it was a a main highway that like trucks and like lots of people would drive down, and all we had separating the playground. And the side of the school, basically, from this highway was a chain-link fence, like a five-foot-tall chain-link fence. And the kids and I, we would play this game. I don't even remember what we called it anymore. We This was literally like elementary school. I was in like second, third, fourth grade when we did Silly this. Silly buggers, maybe? But we would start like at the, the wall, one wall of the school, and we would stand there next to the fence and look for traffic. And once a car would be driving up and they would get to within a certain distance of the school, like, the whoever was paying attention for the car would tell the rest of us and we would all start booking it. And the goal of the game was to run the 150 feet across the playground to the, the next building and touch the wall before the car drove past you. Otherwise, you got ran over and you had to lay down and you were out until there was one person oh, left. Th- that's a fun game. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. used to play that a lot when I was in elementary school. We I could easily that. have played that in my elementary school. We just That's never anything anybody came up with as far as I know. <laughs> I had very few friends then. I have no idea who came up with it, but at certain points we had like... 90% of the playground kids playing this game. Oh, that's rad. Like, it was... And I have no idea whose idea it was. I have no idea where it came from. But damn if it wasn't a fun game. Because, like, you're running and there's a bunch of kids and you're looking over your shoulder at the car driving up. And, like, it's great. It was... Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a good time. It's a good time. Anyway, how's your week been? Uh, uh, uh kind of shitty, honestly. Oh, I've just been dealing with this hurt leg and 
hospital has been dumb. I had to, well, I went in like halfway through the healing process because I was like, hey, this this part feels weird and I can't really walk on it. Like it's really tender still. And they were like, just walk on it more. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. Uh, so I, I did, I mean, I, I did move it a little better after a little bit, but it was still like having a hard time. Like the swelling wasn't going down around the area or anything. I saw it was like a rather large set of swelling directly on it yeah. the last time I was over. Yeah, it was a big old lump. And yeah, when they went to take the stitches out, they were like, why don't you go over to radiology? And I got an ultrasound on my stitches, which was weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they checked and it, there was definitely stuff in there and they needed to get it out, so they referred me to a surgeon. Uh, they couldn't get me into a surgeon in a timely fashion, apparently. Of it's course, what, that's what they told me. So they were like, "Why don't you just go to the ER?" Yeah, yeah. And yeah. okay, went to the ER, and uh, and I it. Got jabbed like four times. I know all all the ER stuff was standard stuff. I just m- mad about it because mm-hmm. it should have just been stitches. Yeah, yeah. It was just a dumb accident. It should have been stitches. I'm mostly mad at myself for the dumb accident, but I'm just frustrated with the whole thing because I ended up having to go back and they yeah they drained the thing and uh well they drained a little bit of it at first like mm-hmm. the doctor numbed it up drained it and was like yeah it's all blood. Uh, like no infection, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool, uh, but it was really congealed. So, okay, so it'd been there a minute. Yeah, it was all just sitting in there like a lumpy thing. So he couldn't get very much out, and he put some saline in there. So it's that's part of what's leaking out of my leg on my bandage now. Oh, fun. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then the the other doctor came in after she the nurse had removed three of my stitches after all of that, mm-hmm. and. uh Ended up squeezing out just a bunch of blood Ugh. out of the open wound because I was still all numbed up from the yeah from the sucking from the lidocaine I think it is mm-hmm. and uh, yeah they, he ended up just like squeezing it out like a zit basically and it just came out like like jelly oh like yeah like 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 a huckleberry or raspberry <laughs> jelly. How did uh, it's that's a good visual for one. I seedless I assume. Yeah. <laughs> but so so what would, what were you thinking? Like how did that were you like disgusted by that? Were you fascinated I, by I, it? I like, was fascinated yeah. more than anything. The pressure felt really weird cuz like I said I was still yeah, numb, numb and Li- I was I've lidocaine i'm well aware of i used to be afraid of getting shots when i was a kid i still am i hate it <laughs> i'm not afraid of it i just hate the pain i, like, I even... really can't handle like like the squeezing and the pressure like i can do that that's mm. not that's not a pain problem for me the the stabbing hurts yeah I'm, when uh, my iv spot actually still hurts and it hurt the whole time it was in weird i, I said something as so i was like i've had an ivs i've had a couple ivs before and they didn't they didn't hurt yeah, they were tender, but they didn't hurt. This one hurts, and she was like, "It's a good, it's a good IV." She just kept telling me it was a good IV, and I was just like, "Well, I mean, it still hurts." Yeah, like actively, like at the end of the thing, she was she was taking it off. I was like, "Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it still hurts." Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I, you, I know you think you did a good job. I didn't say any of that, but yeah. like, I know you think you did a good job, but you, you, 
it still hurts. Like, yeah, right. something's not quite right here. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. should it should be a little bit tender. When I was younger, and I was getting, I had used to have to go get my blood drawn, like as pretty much almost like, as often as I could. I I feel like it was like every week or every other week, but I, that could be wrong. I don't the child's memory, you know. Yeah, but. I, it was a lot. I know it was quite a bit because the doctors were trying to figure out what was wrong with me, why my eyes were bad, why all, all of these things were happening. Right. And um, if I used to be terrified of getting shots, like very, very scared. And so they ended up giving me lidocaine cream that I would put on my arm like an hour, half hour before I went in. And then, yeah, it was just pressure. I wouldn't even feel it. And I've... Eventually, you know, lidocaine cream for doing that, like, they just, they were like, no, we don't really like giving it for just that anymore. Like, that's, that's not what it should be used for, really. And so I stopped being able to get it. And I really honestly have just been fine with getting shots since then, because getting my blood drawn has become so commonplace for me yeah it's like a routine memory yeah so at this point i'm just like yep stick me (laughs) whatever i got a nice big vein right there go for it look at it um look at it my friend my friend is a phlebotomist and she was looking at me the other day and she's like like i'm i very vascular hands i have lots of veins (laughs) popping out of my fucking arms and hands and um she was like she grabbed my hand and she was like Oh my god, she's like, it would be so easy to draw blood from you. (laughs) She's like, can I stick you? I'm like, if you need practice, I guess. Yeah, that's fun. (laughs) Otherwise, my son was sick and I was sick. Mm. And now my partner is sick. Boo. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah. No bueno. Sickness around the camp, so. No bueno indeed. How's your week been? Uh, my week's been all right. I've been working a lot. I accidentally got food poisoning the other day for eating some Mexican food, mm, and uh, that. that was not fun. That was not fun to deal with. But I'm better now, so well, that's good. <laughs> it wasn't super bad food poisoning. It, the, the chicken must have been a little off. I don't know exactly. It tasted fine when I ate it. <laughs> right. yeah. I was the only one to get sick. No one else I ate with got sick. So. Yeah. Well. Whatever. Yeah, all right. That might have just been my my body being my body, being like, nope, we reject this. I do not like this chicken. Yeah. <laughs> this chicken was raised poorly. Um, no, other than that, it's just been, you know, another week. Just been hanging out, just been working. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Same shit, different day. <laughs> but you were able to get us these cables. Hell I was yeah. able to get the cables. So, yes, production quality increase. Level up. Whoop. <laughs> Maybe I'll find a level up noise. I probably won't. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Yeah. Don't hold your breath for a level up noise. Uh, well, yeah, you got you got a story for us this week. Um, story, 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 hmm. story. <laughs> Let's see. I probably I probably have some more. Yeah, yeah. Um. I know I've been talking a little bit about my trip to San Francisco lately. Have I have I told the story of uh uh the my my first night there going out to the pizza place and whatnot? Uh, I don't know if I've talked about that yet or not. 
uh, is that where you met your bosses or your you the, the the other guy? No, no, no. The, no I don't no. think you have. Okay, so my very my very first night in San Francisco, I went down there and um, my aunt picked me up from the airport, and I uh, she was like, "So what do you want to do? I kind of think we, I want to go get some some food, get some dinner, and then maybe we can go grab a couple drinks and whatnot before we go back to the apartment." I was like, yeah, that, that all sounds fine to me. And uh, so we go out to uh, to go get some food, and uh, we end up deciding that we want to have pizza. Now, there's a, a little place about a few, maybe two or three blocks down from her apartment complex all right. um, that was this uh, really cool, niche, little hole-in-the-wall pizza place that... a uh, really well known like we show up there they sell pizza it's called pizza orgasmica orgasmica yeah pizza Fantastic. orgasmica and out out front they have like a a wooden uh thing that was like a sign kind of or whatever that sits outside their door that's um hand painted it's adam and eve and they're holding slices of pizza and beckoning you into the into the restaurant <laughs> uh it's really good that's and um, they sell pizza by the slice there for a few bucks a slice, and um, there was literally people, like, lined out the door and down the block to, yeah. like, waiting to get a slice. But if you're showing up to, like, sit That's down and pizza. eat, like, an entire pizza, then they have tables inside for people that want to, like, actually come in and sit down and eat. And so that's what we did. We went in and we sat down and ordered beer, you know. I actually think we ordered a pitcher of beer. And... um you know, deciding on pizza, and I ended up picking a pizza. It was fucking delicious. It was called the Romeo and Juliet. Ooh. Um. Yeah, and it was. Um. Their crust was really good. Like really good. It was like, not like, it was like between like a hand tossed and a thin crust is what I would say. Like it had like a nice like. Not overly crunchy, but a nice crisp to the bottom of the crust. Yeah. While still being, like, a little bit fluffy and flaky and doughy Uh, in the middle. Like, it was really good. Oh, I want pizza now. (laughs) And, um... The the Romeo and Juliet was, like, a a nice light white Alfredo sauce that they had the shredded Mm. chicken and shredded broccoli just thrown over the top of with cheese. What have you gotten done? It was so good. It was... Fucking amazing! I, I'm I sure some it. people would like that. That sounds bad. For no, me. it was amazing. Broccoli it was on pizza. So good. I am also I, I, I like w- another is, one of my favorite pizzas. Is literally a joke in the in the in that movie in that Pixar movie, <laughs> Inside Out. It's good. Inside Out is a good movie. It is. It is a good movie. Yeah. And broccoli on pizza is also good. I don't. If you're having an Alfredo sauce then it's good because broccoli and alfredo sauce work well together. Those flavors work well together. I just don't know about that. It's like eating a pasta, don't... but instead of the pasta, you've baked it onto a French bread or a bread. Like, like you know I, what I mean? I can digest that a little better. Because it's chicken, Didn't... cheese, alfredo sauce, broccoli, and then your, your carbs, your bread product. Yeah. It's a pizza that's basically a pasta. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, that that I uh, yeah, my brain can handle that a little. Bit. <laughs> um, another one of my favorite pizzas. I don't know how you'll what you'll think of this is a prosciutto arugula and a soft egg in the middle of it. And so when you cut into so, it, the yolk of the egg kind of runs down across the pizza. It's and bad. Like, oh, it's so good. That's it's a, bad, a fucking amazing. It's a bad thing that you've done. 
No, it's real good. And Tomato Bros has a prosciutto arugula pizza that's got the egg on the middle, and it's really, really fucking good, and I love it. Uh. <laughs> um... But so we were there and I ordered this pizza, the Romeo and Juliet, and mm. um, it gets delivered and I'm really excited. This looks fucking awesome. Right. And so I grab up a slice and this um, this really pretty girl walks over, this really pretty blonde chick walks over to my table and she's like, excuse me, like, I don't mean to bother you. I know you're trying to sit down and have dinner. She's like, me and my sister, she's in the bathroom at the moment, but she, we've been trying to figure out what kind of pizza we want to have and I don't know what we want to have. She's like, can I possibly buy a slice of that pizza from you? <laughs> to to see we, if we like it, so we can try it out or whatever. Oh yeah, okay. I'm like, I looked at her and I'm like, no, you can't buy a slice of pizza from me. And like my aunt like kicks me under the table, and I look at her. I'm like, but you two can come sit down and have dinner with us <laughs> like, if you want. And they they did. They ended up coming sitting down having dinner. We ordered a couple more pitchers of beer and we all hung out for a while. Nice. It was nice. That's nice. And then uh, we left nice there. Time. Yeah, we left there, and my aunt was like. Um, do you want to, let's go out and find somewhere, like a, a bar, let's go play a couple games of pool, let's go get some drinks or whatever. I'm like, alright, yeah, that sounds like fun. And so, we walk and she's rattling off all these places, like, where do you want to go, do you want to go, I don't know, she's listing like, like, nice places and like, like, club type places and things yeah. like that. And, um, I'm like, no, 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 you know, you're gonna follow me. <laughs> and she's like, what? And I'm like, we're going to find the tiniest, dingiest, diviest looking place around. And that's where we're going to go. Because when I visit a city, I like to meet the locals. I like to go where the locals go, and I like to do like that. And I like to meet them, because they know the cool places to go. I don't want to do that touristy, crazy, <laughs> high-end, whatever bullshit. That's not me. I like to go to the dives and the shit, and I like to meet the real people that live there every day and do it and and I want to you know see what they like yeah. and then go experience that because yeah. that's how you get the real culture of any place that you go to in my opinion. Yeah, the touristy bullshit is meant for tourists. Yeah. Um so uh we went and found I shit you know I was like walking down a little road and I found what looked like a door, a wooden door in a building that looked like it should lead down into a creepy basement cellar area and I oh, open it perfect. up and it's a nice little dive bar. It's got good music playing out and whatnot. I'm like, "See, this is the place right here." <laughs> it didn't even have like a sign above the door or anything. You know, it's literally like a hole in the wall. Like it's always sunny. My aunt's out, yeah, so. yeah, my aunt's looking at me like, "How the fuck did you find this place?" <laughs> Fantastic. So, we go in and I get literally two steps in the door. And this um this older lady is sitting at the bar. Um and she whips around and she looks at me. And she was probably, I don't know, late six, mid to late 60s, maybe 70, early 70s, something like that. Yeah. And she whips around and she looks at me and she points. She's like, you, you're not from here. I don't recognize you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not. That, that is I so am regular. not from here at all. That is the most regular of regulars. <laughs> He's been going to that bar forever. Uh-huh. And she turns around to the bartender, and I don't remember what his name was, but she's like, a shot of Fernet for the new guy! What is Fernet? And I was mildly excited, because I the only place I've ever heard of Fernet before was um, listening to Fat Mike talk. He drinks Fernet Crocas. Oh, okay, yeah. I knew I'd heard it. And so I was kind of excited. I'm like, oh, I've never tried that before. I haven't ever seen it, whatever. I'm like, yeah. alright, cool. 
And she hands it to me, and I throw it back. Have you ever had that uh, that really bad chalk syrup or cough syrup when when you're a kid? That's like really thick and like chalk flavored almost. Yeah. Always that weird powder, dry feeling in your mouth. Yeah. Like Delsum. Yeah, this is Fernet is a liqueur that tastes just like that. Oh. That 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 is the only thing that I can describe this as. Well, that sounds bad. It was very thick and very syrupy and just chalk. Ugh. Yeah. Sounds like a bad time. It was not good. But this lady paid like nine bucks for this shot for me. <laughs> so I you know, slammed it back right. as much as you can slam back thick syrup. <laughs> And I smiled and I said, thank you. Thank you for that. And I went and ordered myself an IPA. (laughs) That's what I drank at the time. I miss IPAs. They're yummy. (laughs) They hurt you. They hurt or burn. uh, Yeah, no beer anymore. No Mm. beer. Liquor. Liquor only. Wine. And wine. Yeah, I can drink wine. I can drink wine and spirits. That was convenient. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, and then we proceeded to hang out down there for a while. I got my, uh, remember when I came back and I had that PBR hat? Yeah. For a little period of time? Um, I got that PBR hat on that first night down there in that bar. There was this guy that kept hitting on my wife, or my aunt, my wife. Wow. That's Freudian slip if I ever heard one. Oh, huh. (laughs) 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 <laughs> the amusement on your face is I'm like so confused right now <laughs> when I'm hanging out down there with my aunt and this guy challenges us to pool and he keeps hitting on her and he keeps hitting on her and like trying to get her to come with him to the point of like giving me the hat oh my goodness yeah and then we take off <laughs> And Fantastic. she, as we're walking down the street, she was like, that guy was really creepy and weird. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he was. She's like, he gave you his hat. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> he did. It's a nice hat. <laughs> <laughs> it was a strange time. Well, at least you got a hat. I did get a hat. And I got a free drink, for yeah. what it's worth. I, it's a liqueur, so it can't have been any more than 30% alcohol, and based on its very chalky texture, I doubt it was more than 15 to be honest. <laughs> but it was fancy enough to be $9. It was fancy enough to be $9, so, you know, you grin and bear it. It was a very nice lady that bought it for me. I had a couple of conversations with her throughout the night. She was super cool. Oh, yeah. Told me about a few fun spots to go have lunch and shit throughout the city. Like, Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. I got what I wanted out of it. I met locals, and I went and visited the places locals do. It was cool. Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, So, I... uh, Good ones as far as games go, though. Yeah. Segway of segways. What do we got going? Uh, I have no idea, honestly. Oh, no games? I... I just been playing the same games over and over. (laughs) <laughs> you want to hear me talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield again? No, no, I, I'm no Pokemon. <laughs> you said we didn't have to talk about Pokemon until you're done playing the new ones. Uh, yeah. So I am taking episodes. full. That was not part of the deal, but <laughs> I am taking full advantage of this <laughs> because 
we talk about Pokemon so much. We'll <laughs> make a side. Well, that, well that, that'll be one of the side podcasts. <laughs> it's just a Pokemon podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I. I, don't I can know. talk about Final Fantasy VII. I never actually talked about it. Yeah, go and ahead. I can, yeah, go for I can Final give Fantasy a nice VII. little review. It's going to be a very Derek-centric episode, apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, for for reference, I'll talk about I'll talk about it one, a couple of things really quick. I uh, I've been listening to a shit ton of comic book. I've just been obsessing over comic books lately, honestly, because I found That's out fair. there's a couple of channels on YouTube that just read out comic book arcs for you oh nice and so like there's no like real... verbatim not verbatim they like do voice acting and like seem to cut out superfluous dialogue you know as much that's, as you can yeah. in comic books that's fair that's and, fair uh, like you know all the i was just surprised that they weren't being fucking taken down from because of marvel well yeah all the but images did... are like cropped and a lot of them have the dialogue just not in there so yeah 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 it's yeah they do that's everything fair. by the book and it's like that's cool. It, it's it, it's a fun retelling of the comic book arc. That's neat. I like that. Uh, yeah, and so it, I've just been listening and learning a lot about the comic books that I like, the comic book characters I love that I haven't been able to sit down and read their arcs for. Yeah, like, yeah. Listen to Planet Hulk. I listened to almost all of Deadpool. Nice. I, Fuck yes. Yeah, I fell into Deadpool's that. Deadpool's cool. Old Man Logan. That was a good run. Uh, like, yeah, I just so I've just been listening to full oh, shit ton of comic books. <laughs> just comics. Mm. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. I I have actually taken a, a, a small sabbatical from playing games once again. Um, over the last like week and a half, I beat Final Fantasy VII, and I got. About a third of the way back through it on hard mode, because you get like a new game plus Play essentially. Play everything on hard mode, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do, I do. <laughs> um, no, Final Fantasy VII. You start. There's only easy mode and normal mode available to you. Okay, and then once yeah. you beat the game, you can play through hard the game in hard mode, and it's like a new game plus, but everything is harder. Right. So you still keep all of your abilities and your levels and your strength and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. But everything else has leveled up to match that now as right, well. Right. So it kind of makes it more difficult. And um, I got about a third of the way back through that. And it's been interesting. It's been a real challenge. Honestly, it is quite a bit harder. It's been... The first playthrough was very easy. I didn't play it on easy mode either. There's well, there's also classic mode, which is a little bit different. Right. But I played it through on just normal mode, and it was a lot of fun to play. I had a lot of fun with it. It was kind of easy to be honest. Yeah. Like I didn't. It didn't challenge me very much. But well, it's, it was to it was to welcome back everybody, kind of. Yeah, and it's a it's a very you know old school JRPG storyline based game. It's yeah. not. Like, the original games were difficult, but they were difficult because you had to grind to get what you needed to get to. Right. This game is easier because they've taken out some of the grind and added a lot more story element to it. Yeah. Well, Um, that's super nice. Like, I know a lot of people, like, there's there's been a lot of complaints throughout the Pokemon games, for instance, of, like, them taking out the grindy aspects and making things easier. Yeah, me. I complain about that. Yeah, but it's super nice as somebody who is still actively playing Pokemon games regularly. The amount of things that there is to do is just so nice to not have to 
grind. I re- I like you can just play through. You, I mean, you can grind. You can still grind, but like, if I'm not sitting down and a, leveling one Pokemon up three times in an hour, then I'm not happy with my Pokemon. <laughs> That's well. Let's see with the experience share and everything. You can do that with all of your Pokemon. <laughs> Shakes his head in disgust. Look how they massacred my boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you brought it back to Pokemon. Fuck you. <laughs> Wait a minute, I've been bamboozled. Hoodwinked even. Um So the the story does not necessarily it follows the traditional Final Fantasy VII story while expanding majorly on it. Um nice. this entire first game never leaves the opening city of the game. Okay. Um, which in and of itself is the better part of the first disc, the city of Midgar. Right. So it is a large chunk of the game in but the first game. it's not the whole game. But it's not the whole game. Um, and so for this first installment of it to be just a, a very expanded version of everything that was in Midgar was, um, really cool for me. I saw a lot of criticism of it as right. when it came out. Especially. I have criticism of that. Like, just on principle, if you're gonna release a remake, just do the whole thing, I guess? No, it's it came out in installments, is the thing. It's a They're doing a multi-part installment for the game. Part 2 is apparently already out, which is weird. Me and my brother, who are both huge fans of this game, and like love it and want to play it, actively look for news about it and things like that did not hear anything about the second part of this game being released but it oh. did oh okay so it got it's uh, out there uh, now all right so now i have to go get that and buy it now that i know it exists yeah um but so knowing that and I, I know that i will get the rest of the story and so just having it be in bigger more expanded chunks right um, feels nice to me. It maybe is kind of more what they wanted to do in the first place, and now they're able to. Right. And so that's cool. Instead of having the four discs um, for releasing installments. Or there whatever. are three a few... Discs? Four discs? Three discs for seven. Four discs for eight and nine. <laughs> <laughs> I had all three of them. Um, so there are a I few like nine major story one. elements that have changed from the the original game and i i think that's a decision that has been based on how they expanded it and having to add more things to it to make it feel cohesive yeah um but even that i feel it all all the changes they've made fit into the lore very well um it's it's a really fun game for for me to play because i just i love those types of very single player story based games and this is already a franchise that i love have loved since i was a small child so yeah. um i i don't really feel like i have i mean the level cap is only 50 which i don't really particularly like but i'm hoping that that's because if mm. i get part 2 then they'll transfer over and i'll be able to carry on from level 50 if if you could not that would be a real bummer honestly that seems it, like a it would be, yeah, it would be a little bit. For that. It would be, it would be very sad. Um, but I'm hoping that that's what happens. It feels like that's what they intend to have happen, and I know there are other games that do similar things. So. Right. Um, it didn't. It controls a little weird. There, there are times when it feels almost a little bit like old school tank controls. 
Uh, um, but that's because it was. It's also. It's one of those games. Final Fantasy as a series has always been one of those games that I forgive for those little things because it's not a game that's meant to be about fine motor control. It's a game that's meant to be about you walk from A to B, you have fights in the middle, and it tells a story fully fleshed out the whole way through. Yeah. And so the very opposite of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and so when certain things like, oh, like. He lags a little bit when I'm trying to make him turn or, you know, like you're trying to like you get stuck on a wall and for a couple seconds you have a hard time like rotating around trying to get off of the wall because the controls are just a little bit janky. Yeah. But it's a game that's not meant to if that was a game like an Assassin's Creed game where that's what the game's about, then yeah, get mad about it. Right. If it's a game that's just meant to be telling you a story and that happens to you once in the. 60 plus hours it takes you to get through the game so fucking be it you know (laughs) that's a fair call absolutely um so yeah there was a couple of little things like that but nothing overly major Mm. all all the weird story element changes i found fit with the game very well um it was a fun game for me to play overall. Fun enough for me to immediately get back into it and get a third of the way through the hard mode of it. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, well, it's, it's awesome that they're doing it in a way that is... I mean, it's it's an interesting way to do it. If, like, so if anybody... I don't know. I guess I didn't play that many long games when I was a kid either. Mm-hmm. So, like, if anybody released a remake of any of my favorite games, they'd, well, most of them have been done. Yeah, like, and it's just it would be easy enough to just port it over, basically. Yeah, and and you knew it was going to be a chore when you picked up a, a disc case that had four discs in it or three discs. Oh in yeah, it. you knew that you were in for a long haul. Like there's there's nothing, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You yeah. know, like this is going to be a fucking adventure, a journey. Yeah, I yeah I played Final Fantasy Nine and I got through the first two discs and I was like, I'm gonna go play Madden for a little bit. Did you know there's a challenge in Final Fantasy IX? The best weapon in the game is only achievable to get to if you get to the beginning of the fourth disc in less than 12 hours. Jesus. That's the only way to get the, the ultimate weapon of the game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's an achievement that I sure never got. <laughs> I can tell you that. Yeah, I, yeah. just as a kid, I just didn't understand what was happening. I was lost most of the time. I was just I was just brute forcing my way through the puzzles and whatever the any, oh yeah anything yeah. that was a question or anything. I just like wrong answer. Okay, wrong answer. Okay, oh uh, 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 right one. Cool. Yeah. And like I just wasn't reading. I wasn't paying any. If I had read and paid attention, I probably would have been really into it. But I was just like dialogue, 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 dialogue. <laughs> action i could not imagine doing that i <laughs> i was one of those kids i i still am who i sit and i read every little bit of dialogue i'll talk to as many npcs as i can pull as much lore and information out of it as i can that way i know what i'm walking into like i, get, I spend fucking time in this shit like i get more into it that way now uh like and especially when I was, like, high school age, I got really into the lore of games and started, like, really doing, like, figuring out stuff, like, like Aperture Laboratories and Portal uh-huh. and, like, you know, just figuring out weird stuff that games throw around. And it's just, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, 
lore is really cool and it's really interesting and i just didn't pay attention to any of it as a kid dialogue 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 dialogue. let's go do stuff (laughs) yeah yeah well see well when your kids or even just for some older generations in general like obviously there were some more story-based games legend of zelda told like a story you know but then there's other games like like crash bandicoot like mario where it's you know get to the end of the level save the girl like that's the goal of the game um and then you like you know obviously your basic driving sports games and your shooting games your your doom and your duke nukems and my dad took away shooting games pretty fast, so I had fighting games and uh, sports games. So shooting games are bad, but fighting games were good? I, I guess hand-to-hand combat and superpowers are fine. I, I'm missing the logic there, I, but okay. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure either, but like, yeah, I could play fighting games. I like I love Tekken and Street Fighter. Those mm-hmm. are two of my favorites, and those do have stories, but... You ask eight-year-old me to follow a Tekken story. You ask <laughs> you ask me now to follow a Tekken story. Like, that's pure anime shit right it's there. Like absolute it, nonsense. <laughs> what? Ah, do they even know what's happening? I'm not sure they do. <laughs> what happened to that dinosaur? I don't know. They were in Brazil, and now they're in Egypt, and now they're in God knows where. It all has to do with the the. A gin and I have yeah, and the and devil uh, gene. Is it, it Kazuma? Uh, Mishima. The, 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 Kazuya. Kazuya. There's Jin and Kazuya and Heihachi, yeah. and well, what's their last name? Uh, well, Heihachi's name is Mishima, and Jun and Jin are both Kazamas, I think. Kazama, that's the name I was looking I for. Think, I think both of them are Kazamas. I am not 100% yeah. on that. Jun Kazama, also, there's Jin a Kazama. Panda. Yeah, I think that's right. Yes, there's a panda that's owned by a girl named Ling Xiaoyu. Yeah. Yes, yes. And Heihachi owns a bear. Yes, the bear is very good, too. Mm-hmm. They're both fun. That game is so good. It's a really good game. I am super Tekken biased. It's my mm. favorite fighting game. It's the most fluid of all of them. I think it's by far the, the best game. Street Fighter is actually the one I uh, probably learned the most lore for as a kid because I actually went out and like begged my mom to rent the movies for me so I could watch them. Street, well, yeah, and that's the crazy thing is Street Fighter lore and um, Mortal Kombat lore are also like weird animes but they're like weird animes that are made for americans whereas tekken lore is weird anime that's made for japanese people yeah you know what I mean? yeah, like, that's <laughs> absolutely fair street fighter was definitely americans like this is what anime is like yeah mortal kombat is a mortal fantasy, kombat... fantasy anime is mortal, mortal kombat, kombat is the dceu of video games <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's amazing. It's it's absolute garbage intended for fights. <laughs> That's real good. They've tried to pack a lot of. They have packed a lot of lore in there at this point. I, I say tried, but it's, there's it's an insane amount of lore that doesn't make any sense at this point, and they rebooted it at one point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you know you've reached true comic book like <laughs> status is when you reboot your universe. As somebody says you have a golden age. Yeah, <laughs> the silver age and the golden age. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> Do you have a hypothetical for us? I can check. 
I do. I forgot I can check my phone now, so if you don't, I, d- I probably do. I I do, I do, I do. Um, you know what? We're talking about anime. I have a fun one. All right. Um, so, Cell yeah. is a being that has the DNA of all of... everybody has got, you know, Goku and Gohan and Vegeta. And all, the, like, all the fighters that were on Earth when it died, yep, right? All the fighters. Or right? where it was about to die. Yeah. He has Saiyan DNA. Yeah. Should he be have been able to turn Super Saiyan? Uh, I, I don't know because it's like... It, it's a rare Saiyan that has that, but he does have Goku and Vegeta's blood. Mm-hmm. Or DNA. And, and Gohan. Even for yeah. Gohan turned Super oh, Saiyan while fighting Cell. Probably, probably Trunks too. Probably Trunks too, yeah, because he was from the alternate universe, so he had Trunks. Like, yeah, that's like... So if he has all of their DNA, and they can all turn Super Saiyan. And plus the added power of anybody else's DNA. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It, it make, he does power up a lot. He does. And he like, does. Maybe, maybe he does technically go, in a sense, Super Saiyan when he does that. Because, like, he... I mean, he, he gets the big aura around him, like... And I'm saying this, and and this is from a basis purely from original Dragon Ball Z, because yeah. I I know that in Super he has like a new form that's like a golden form or whatever. He has like a okay, just semi. But I, I I'm talking just about back then. So has the semi. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but just but just back then, because technically after he came back, he came back already in perfect cell form. He didn't revert back. Right. Like, after he blew up and then he came back from being dead. Yeah, he came yeah. back in perfect cell form. So, Imperfect cell is actually, like, one of my favorite designs. Mm-hmm. And so my idea here, my my weird hypothesis is actually him coming from his um, future back to the past and absorbing 17 and 18 mm-hmm. actually is what blocked maybe him from being able to do that because at that point he became more android than than saying like I'm more, more machine now than man yeah exactly like and he was already like he was a biological android in the first place but absorbing 17 and 18 made him into more of a machine and so that would like maybe like block whatever would be able to help him turn super saiyan i mean or like into... maybe but like that's just absorbing the power that wouldn't really like it would just absorb into his current power but and, he, like... But he, it wasn't just their DNA. He absorbed them as a whole. Yeah, in Their true. entire fucking form, their yeah, entire being. He sucked them like they were humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, we recently watched one of those episodes, actually, where he just is sucking up townsfolk. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. It's yeah. a fucked level of And that's thing. the other like, thing, is he's walking around gaining power by sucking up just people. Yeah, just, just random people, so... Maybe it would be, like, too diluted to actually go Super Saiyan yeah. at that point. You mm-hmm. know? Like, just sucking up all that different power. But if he had stayed in, like, his base imperfect form and trained enough, then it, that's totally a possibility, I think. I I think hypothetically it could have been. If we if we do a DBZ what if here, like, what if Cell had remained imperfect and just trained yeah, like he maybe maybe could have gotten more powerful than anybody that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, Perfect Cell was pretty damn powerful, and he killed a couple guys. Like he did, and then he lost <laughs> to Team Gohan. Yeah, so but with the help of dead Goku, with like, the help of dead Goku, but still, Team Gohan is like penultimate Gohan. Yeah. Like 
That's like Saiyaman's a goof. Saiyaman is a goof. But by you know, by comparison, when um Super Boo absorbs uh Gohan yeah. and becomes like and that's like his merger, that is by far the strongest form of Majin Buu, hands down. He has the most um peak maybe not necessarily peak power because Kid Buu has more technical like brute raw force to yeah. him. But he has the most power while being also able to actually think and like strategize and like like that form yeah. of Super Boo was very smart. Yeah, and so that's true. by those standards, like that was definitely by far the most powerful form of, of Majin Buu. In in my personal opinion, and I think my little brother feels the same about that. <laughs> I think we just had this conversation the other day. <laughs> huh. I don't know. I haven't watched the Boo Saga in a long time. I remember watching that and just being like, wow. Gotenks is ridiculous. Yeah. I actually used to have so many Dragon Ball Z action figures. I had Gohan uh, Trunks and uh, Gotenks. Nice. So I could do the little fusion. And, yeah. 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 That was good shit. Yeah. And then when you found out that Chi-Chi was the one that trained Goten to become a Super Saiyan. Yeah, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not what you normally do. <laughs> You're usually against this sort of thing. What a good twist. <laughs> What's a twist? <laughs> <laughs> There's uh, a reference for you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Um. Otherwise, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Do we have anything else we want to talk about this week? I don't know. Do we need? Are we? Are you pushing for time? I have another hypothetical if you want. Uh, I mean, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. I have. I have, a, I have another fun one. All right. So, um, my other fun one here is um, so, Jeepers Creepers, the creature from. Take Jeepers. a look at those peepers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. He only shows up for what? What is it like? Three or four days? Once every twenty-three years, or something? It's, it's yeah. once every twenty-three years. I know that. I, and it's I a, don't know if I've ever actually seen Jeepers Creepers. Oh, really? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I am baffled. <laughs> um. Anyways, he only comes back once every twenty-three years for a small period of time, right? Okay. And he shows up to kill people and take their body parts to rebuild his body essentially that's that's what Sexy. he does he's trying to bring him you know build himself back and dr frankenstein and himself. you know as it happens so you know as you do like in the first one he attacks um justin long and uh oh, fantastic justin he, he's Long's, really good at dying yeah he attacks justin long and his sister um it's really that's a great film you really should watch <laughs> jeeper creepers one it's it it's amazing. I haven't watched it in a few years. It might not hold up still, but the last time I watched it, I was like, I still love this movie. So all right, um, and um, in Jeepers Creepers two, which is not quite as good, um, but he comes back obviously from, yeah. on the twenty third year and uh, attacks a school bus full of high school kids coming back from a football game. Those aren't gonna be very good limbs for you, dude. Yeah, you know. He takes things, he never takes limbs, he always takes things like eyeballs and tongues and stuff, <laughs> like... <laughs> well, how unbuilt is he? Um, it depends, because also, like, as they're attacking... Is, is he a spirit well, as form, you're, or as you're like... attacking him, you know, like, you can, like, 
take out like his eyes or whatever, but then he can just kill someone else and take their eyes and shove them into his face, and he gets eyes again. So well, it's like... right, but like it's so he's like a full body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. He's a full body with with big bat demon wings. Oh, I've got a picture here. He's awful. Yeah. He's a full body with big bat demon wings and uh, weird hair and a, ha- a nice duster and hat. Ugh. Um, he looks very like a gay teeth. person describing a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the face thing. Yep. Um, and uh, so... <laughs> so my question is he's always seen driving at the beginning at least he's, he's driving this old beat up truck he can drive yes he drives this old brown rusty looking beat up pickup and it has a license plate on it that says be eating you or beating you or whatever <laughs> obviously it's be eating you but <laughs> so my question for you <laughs> Okay. Is how if this creature only shows up for a very small window of time once every twenty three years, how is he not only like you said able to drive but able <laughs> to license and register this truck and get a custom license plate for it? Well, what's what's the myth? Uh, what's the background myth? Why why does Jeepers Creepers come every twenty three years? What, what what did he die? Is he a, was he a dude? It's like a demon thing. I'm pretty sure. Oh. Because it it doesn't die because like they think they kill it multiple times throughout the thing, sorry like the movie like they like I said they stab him through the eyes and like like they they fuck him up multiple right, times right and every time it just knocks him out for a little while and then he gets like back Wolverine. up, huh? Like Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. It just knocks him out for a little bit and then he gets back up and like they turn around and like oh the body's gone, you know? Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find it here. I'm scrolling through. He awakens every 23rd spring for 23 days to feast on human body parts, which then form parts of his own body. He seeks out his victims through fear. Why? Um... Is this a Freddy situation or is he a demon? It really doesn't do much more explanation than that. Okay, well, um, theoretically, he could have just been a guy and at some point registered a truck. Or he could be possessed, like, that demon thing could be possessing people instead of, like, it it said it feasted on body parts, so, like, maybe it's just, like, uh, you know, possessing a human temporarily and, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Perhaps he just lucked out on that license plate. Hmm. I <laughs> and mean, stole that truck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like, I'm gonna get a truck. Oh, there's one. And then he sees the license plate, and he's like, Oh, nice. That's convenient <laughs> for what I'm about to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking through the cast right now, and there's a couple of funny things on the cast. There's like people with like you know names, like people <laughs> should have. <laughs> But then there's yes. like there's these three there's people that that are cast there's Eileen Brennan was cast as the cat lady. Yep. Um you don't look at castless very much, do you? No. Chris <laughs> Jefferson as the dying boy. 
uh-huh. which is good. Good. Yeah. And then Will Hansenzall, which is a great That's name. That's a fantastic I name. I love that name. Is an officer with hole in chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should look through cast lists just of any given movie that you like and you'll find a lot of weird titles like that. They're not they're not names, they're just descriptors of who they are playing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's it. Uh, they don't they don't have a name because they didn't need it. Yeah. Yeah, Which so is, it's weird to me, but like the only real thing that I can find on why Jeepers Creepers is, is he just shows up every 23rd spring for 23 days to eat people and regrow body parts. Yeah. Okay, alright. I mean, as, as an early 2000s plot device, that's all you needed, man. I, I guess. That's like, really dissatisfactory for me. He's got big bad demon wings and he's scary. He's got a he's got a, th- a a throwing star made out of bone that he pops car tires with. Uh. Uh-huh. Did you find something? Was something found? I, I yeah yeah. Uh, my person in the chair <laughs> found a a trivia fact. It's a. Victor Salva wrote the every 23 years for every 23 days it gets to eat rule in Jeepers Creepers 2001. So there would be no sequel unless the movie was set in the future and he knew the studio wouldn't want that. Interesting. So he just didn't want a sequel to Jeepers Creepers, I guess? They've made so many. I know, but he There's didn't want it. There's three movies and a reboot. Like Sakurai and Smash Brothers. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, there's there's three, three original movies and a reboot. Damn. So... That that failed. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's did a, not did not work. That's a shame. Shame. I I would be mildly interested to see the reboot to see if they change up any of the original story and to see if they bring Justin Long back as like even like a cameo role. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. That would because be fun. I mean he died in the original. He was the one that died. Yeah. But. They're doing a full reboot, yeah. Yeah, if they're doing a full reboot, it'd be cool to get like maybe Justin Long is like one like a, an older person that warns everyone not to go out and like. <laughs> I guess he doesn't really look that old though. So, you like, could do the makeup with like yeah, fucking penguin Batman. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, that would be neat yeah. to get him back in there as 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 some small thing, but I don't know, haven't seen it so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, uh, I think I think that's the podcast for this week. We'll I think hope that's the it. mic sounded it. better. Yeah, yeah. I hope it. I hope it all sounds good. Yeah. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. If you if you need us to do anything to it, just you know, tell us. Yeah. Because no one says anything. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know how it sounds. Let us know if it's good. Let us know if it's bad. Uh, or, or rate and review or whatever. <laughs> I will read your. You gotta. You gotta out. punch the like button and <laughs> smash the subscribe and don't forget to ring ding ding the bells. And... <laughs> or, or, or you could just give us a five star <laughs> review and I'll read it out. Yeah, yeah. Or you could do that. That's a lot easier. Yeah. Um. I do mostly check Apple Podcasts for the record, but I, I've been trying to That's check around. Spotify doesn't have a review section. Yeah, but we're also on like Audible, and they do. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
And I don't know about the other podcast apps. If you listen on another podcast app, email us. Yeah, email us because we don't know how to look at all that stuff. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, I I use the one podcast app and it's real convenient. Yeah, But we do have an email and that yeah. email is trueneutralpod at gmail.com. It so sure is. Get you, a hold of us. Pretty, pretty please. You could also find us really easily on Twitter at trueneutralpod. Uh, I'm at Mr. Dab himself. And either of us will notice those notifications because the only thing I get are recommended ones. Yeah. And most of those suck balls. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, um, we are recording on the day the queen died. I just want to say I this... feel truly neutral about that. <laughs> I have that's been fine. That's not what you should say <laughs> at all. Down first with of the all, monarchy. Uh, first of all, no rest in peace to to Queen Elizabeth because she was honestly, <laughs> as far as royalty goes, Queen Elizabeth was probably the spunkiest and most fun out of all of them. She was an amazing woman, and uh, spunkiness does not, um, you know just relieve you of atrocity she's you know the queen you gotta do what you gotta do i you don't um you you don't don't see you're being less neutral now sir (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't gonna and then you did this so now we're on opposing sides and that makes it neutral i've been oddly fascinated by this all day i've been talking about the queen she had a 70 year long reign she became the queen when she was 25 and she died at 96 that's like the longest reign in recorded like Britain history. It's it's absolutely astounding the life she led, and I am fascinated by it. <laughs> absolutely fascinated. Um, I'm fascinated by the things she stood by and has endorsed. Well, <laughs> you know, she also disowned her son for hanging out with Jeffrey Epstein. So that's that's a good thing. <laughs> I, that's yeah, cool. <laughs> uh down with the monarchy yeah it's not really a monarchy it's a ubiquitous hierarchy because they have kings and queens as they see fit it, down it, down with royal hierarchy the the heir apparent is actually prince charles but i think he might have already relinquished it so I, it might go to prince william but i'm not 100 percent sure on that i'm also why do you know American. so much about this i told you i'm fascinated by this subject okay <laughs> there aren't many like like uh traditional hierarchical systems left in place in the world i feel because like they're bad i feel like it's a totally valid thing to be completely fascinated by this right now and i don't know why you're <laughs> confused about it it's bad it's I, like it's, it's okay to be fascinated but you seem to enjoy that it exists and i do not i never said that i enjoy it but i can be excited and fascinated about it at the same time yeah i mean that's all fair uh, anyway, we were signing off. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to get a hold of us. Ding dong, the queen is dead. I'm <laughs> really good at being distracted. Uh, uh, neutralpod at gmail.com, at neutralpod at dab himself. Mr. Dab, dab himself. himself. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and the band stuff and the YouTube stuff. Yep, yep. That's Trinitra all. Podcast, Facebook stuff. Trinitra Podcast on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna make me spitfire him here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, True Neutral Studios on YouTube. And True Neutral Studios on YouTube. Yep. Yeah. And disappointing at best on all on the YouTube. other stuff. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I hope you all enjoyed. Yeah. Have a good week. And yeah, goodbye. Goodbye.